Hey guys, welcome to What's the Word? Praise God. Uh, we just give God all the glory. And listen, uh, wherever you're at right now, put uh, who you are and where you're watching from. Like, subscribe, share, click the little notification button, the bell button. And listen, that really does help. It helps get the word out uh, because it shows that people are interested in the broadcast. The more people that do that, the more they'll actually promote it. So like, share, subscribe. Let's jump into what's the word today. God is interested in your business. We've actually been uh, seeking to give you some information. I told you the other day that I believe the Lord showed me something directly about what's going to happen in business over the next few years. And I think for people that will pay attention to this, they will actually uh, be in a place to receive. But I'm not just talking about if you own the company. I'm talking about also about your personal life and your personal finances. So let's jump right in. I want us to turn to Luke chapter 5 and verse 1. Luke chapter 5 and verse 1. And so what you see is this. You see in Luke 5 verse 1 that Jesus is choosing his disciples. And uh, there's a story here that I just love. It says, now, now it happened that while the crowd was pressing around him and listening to the word of God, he was standing by the lake of Gennesaret. And he saw two boats lying at the edge of the lake. But the fishermen had gotten out of them and were washing their nets. And when he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, he asked him to put out a little way from the land. And he sat down and began teaching the people from the boat. And when he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into the deep water and let down your nets for a catch. Now this is a preacher telling a fisherman how to fish. <laughs> how many people would be offended right there? Don't raise your hand. <laughs> but truthfully, how, how many people would be offended? They were like, preacher, this is not your business. I am a fisherman. I've been doing this all my life. But see, God has a different way of doing business. One of the things that we talked about the other day was Colossians 1.13, talking about that the Lord translates us from one system into another, from one kingdom into another kingdom. And we've got to learn how to operate in that kingdom. If we don't understand how to operate in God's kingdom and God's systems will never have God's uh, blessing on our finances and our business. We'll never have God's full blessings on our life. But He wants to bless us. He wants to overflow us. But we'll never have it if we don't learn what to do and how to operate in His system, His business system. If you remember... Um, I think it might be uh, Luke uh, chapter 16 uh, where it talks about you can't serve uh, God and mammon, right? And you see there that there's a world system of money and God's system of money, and you have to learn how to operate in God's kingdom, in God's system. One thing we said on Monday was this. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Nowicki says, Peter said, psst, know-it-all carpenter. <laughs> I, I guarantee you somebody was thinking it that day. Who does he think he is? Did, he makes tables. He's a preacher. I'm a fisherman. I've been fishing. But see, you have to, you have to understand that uh, the Lord actually is, uh, thank you, um, Buddy put up the scripture reference for what I was talking about. He says, 
he says, you have to understand, the Lord knows what he's talking about. Because Jesus was connected by fellowship to God, he operated in a kingdom system that brought about a blessing that was more than Peter could hold. It was more than his partners could hold. It was so blessed. So who wants, who wants those kind of blessings? How many people want the blessings in your life that are so much you can't hold them, right? How many? How many? Put a hands up in the comment. If you don't put a hands up in the comment, then do you really want it? I mean, and if you're driving, of course, don't, don't necessarily do that. But here's the thing. My point is, by faith, we have to reach out and we have to say, I want that. I want that. I humble myself to your ways, Lord. I want your things. And so a lot of times people will sit there and they'll be like, mm-hmm, 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 preach, preach, preach. But they'll never receive because they never take their faith and reach out by faith and actually apprehend, grab a hold of, hold fast to the substance of their faith. And so a lot of times it's important for us to react you know, faith is the proper reaction uh, to the promises of God. And these are his kingdom ways. This is his system, God's money systems. His systems are the ones that will react, that will reach out. You know, um, part of the time he says this, a proper response of the rocks is that when Jesus comes by, they'll praise him if nobody else praises him. In other words, faith has a reaction, right? And uh, one of the things that you'll see is that faith doesn't just react. Uh, faith is, is proactive. Uh, in other words, it will do things ahead of time, like in Philippians 4, faith will actually start thanking God for something they just prayed for, but it hasn't manifested fully yet, because it realizes it has manifested in my spirit. And so once it's manifested in my spirit, I know I got that thing. It's manifesting in the, in the uh, physical right now. I've changed the spiritual root from being lacking it to now I have received it in my spirit, man, which means it's going, I'm going to receive it in my physical hands, in my physical man. And so one of the things that we see is faith is proactive on the promises of God and believes that it has received it even before it sees it, right? It believes, faith believes that it has received before it actually physically sees. And how do you see this? In Mark chapter 11, uh, verse 20 through 26, you'll see the process of the God kind of faith. And it says that you believe you have received. You believe you have received. In other words, I'm not believing, I'm not believing for the actual item. I'm believing that I have received it already, you see. So faith is proactive, not just reactive. But if we haven't been proactive and God makes a promise, then absolutely we should react properly and a, a Proper reaction to the promises of God is a reception by faith. And so a lot of times our reception is, Lord, thank you. Thank you. That's a proper reception. Uh, another proper reception is, Lord, I praise you. Lord, I thank you. I praise you. I thank you. In other words, it's a proper reception is, I'm going to the altar and I will receive. I'm not going to sit here in my chair. I'm going to make a decision and I'm going to receive that thing. Uh, now, if you're not in a church service, you can be sitting at your computer. Lord, yes, I receive that. In other words, a proper reaction of faith generally involves some uh, sort 
of speaking and receiving. How did you receive your salvation? I confess that I have received Jesus as my Lord. Confess with your mouth and believe with your heart. You can't just sit still. You can't just sit st silent. You must say, Lord, I receive that healing. Lord, I receive that big business in my life. Lord, I receive your kingdom, your systems, and your ways, for they are holy, and I will walk in them. So faith is either proactive, or if you haven't been proactive yet, it's definitely reactive when the promises of God are preached to you or revealed to you. This is a part of God's system. But one of the things that you see is, you know, how many people want the kind of blessing that God will overflow in their life? Now, let's put it into action. I said this again. You've already responded some. Do you, does that mean, well, I responded once. I don't need to do it again. I, me, I'm like, hey, put it in the comments again. How many people want a big biz business blessing in their life so much so they can't hold it and all of their friends and family can't hold it either? Their partners are so blessed. How many people want that kind of big business blessing? Well, when we start reacting properly to the promises of God, it opens up the door for it to be received. I remember when Jesus went, uh, told the disciples to go to the house, he said, go to the house. He said, pronounce your blessing, grace and mercy, grace and peace be on this house. He says, if that's received, then enter the house. But if it's not received, then take your blessing back. So our reception is very important in big business. Lord, I received that. So I've watched many people over the years, they got a problem. They come to me and they say, you know, pastor, I want some help. I want some help with this. And so all of a sudden, I'll say, sure, I'll help you. Let's pray. And I'll, and I'll pray and I'll, and we'll pray, you know, supposedly in faith. I'll pray in faith. They'll pray, not always in faith, and their actions actually show that they haven't received that. But one of the things that you'll see is that I'll pray, and then as soon as we're done praying, they actually didn't receive that, and they'll go back, God, just hope it changes. Oh, this is just so awful. It's just so terrible. It's just so whatever. What just happened? We prayed. The power of God was released, but they didn't receive what we prayed for. They're believing that it's still bad. They're believing that it still needs to change. What needed to change was what we just prayed. We just released the blessing, but because they didn't receive the blessing, what's the principle of the kingdom of God? The principle of the kingdom of God is if they don't receive it, take it back. And I'll give it to them again, but they have to be receptive of it. So when somebody prays, no matter how they feel, no matter what they see, they must be receptive of that promise. They must be receptive of that promise. Uh, so you know that's where you have to put your emotions down. You don't you don't put on the garment of depression. You put on a garment of praise. On purpose. That's a receptive action where you say, Lord, I see who you are. I know who you are. And I know my finances may have been like this yesterday, but Lord, I received the blessing, big business blessing in my life in the name of Jesus. This is a part of God's kingdom ways, which opens up and releases big business blessings, big financial blessings in his system, in his money system. And this is how we step into it and walk into 
into it. So here was Peter, you know, and Jesus is telling him something. And uh, he, he could have said, look, you're a preacher. I know you had did some carpentry work or something. I, I know that you could, uh, you know, I appreciate you trying. But no, he did what he said. He's, and, and he made a comment. Let's read it. He says, let, let's see here. All right, here we go. He says, um, let down your nets for a catch. Verse 5, uh, Luke 5, 5. Simon answered and said, Master, we worked hard all night and caught nothing. In other words, that was his kind of his little rebuke to Jesus like, hey, we, we, we've done this. You know, now watch this. This could be Peter going, you know, it looks like you're telling me I'm a bad fisherman, but I want you to know, like, we've been working all night. You know, we're not bad fishermen. You know, we, you know I, you're trying to tell me you know more than I do, and I've been fishing all my life. Like, we kind of know what we're doing, Jesus. What is that? That's fear that somebody's thinking less, lesser of him, and it's fear. Uh, it's really turns into a pride that says, you know, this could have stopped him. If he, stuck, if he stuck with this thought, it could have stopped the big business blessing, right? But it didn't. And uh, praise God, he says, he kind of checks himself. He says it, but he checks himself. Praise God he did. He says, Master, we worked hard all night and caught nothing, uh, but I will do as you say and let down the nets. He said, I'll do as you say and I'll let down the nets. And so what did he do? And, you know, even if he started in the wrong heart, he changed his heart, he changed his tune, and he became obedient, right? And the Bible talks about this, which is better, the person who says they're going to do something, but they don't do it, or the person who's, who says, I'm not going to do that, but then they change their heart and they go and do it. And the Bible teaches us the one who actually does what the Lord's asking them to do, even if they had it messed up at first. So if we've been the kind of people who have messed this thing up before, let's just repent right now and say, Lord, I'm going to do business your way. I'm going to receive from you. I'm going to be receptive of what you tell me to do. And one of the things I'll point out that we talked about on Monday, I was going to say this earlier, but I skipped over it, is faith, hope, and love are God's kingdom system uh, ways. In other words, these are the ways of God. Anything that is outside of a faith, a trust and belief in the promises and the good character and nature of God is not God's system. It's a world system. If it's not believing and putting your faith and trust, your belief and trust on the Father, on Jesus, on the work of the Holy Ghost, His goodness and His good nature and character and His promises, it's the world system. It's not God's system. Anything that's not hope, Hope is a joyful, confident expectation. If it's not in joy, if it's not in confidence of the goodness of God, if it's not in expectation of the goodness of God, His character and nature and His promises, if it's not joy, confidence, expectation, it's not hope. And if it's not hope, it's a world system, not God's system. So this will help us define very quickly what is God's system and what's not. 
The, the third thing is, it's got to be in love. Love is a choice and a commitment to unconditional giving at the leading of God. If we are not making a choice to give and to sow of ourselves, and I'm not just talking about things, I'm talking about we give forgiveness, we give uh, mercy, right? We're, we're sowing these things as the Lord leads us. If it's not the leading of the Lord, it's not in love, and if it's not in love, it's not God's system. These things must be, if it's not in faith, hope, and love, right, and then it is not God's system. And to lay those things out there, if it is not in belief and trust, hope, joy, confidence, expectation, unconditional giving at the leading of God, and love, it is not of God, and it's not of his system. That's exactly right, Hannah. She said the fruits of the Spirit. Exactly. If it's not that, then it's not God's system. And I just gave all the words that define all of those, right? If it's not those things, then it's not in God's system. That means it's the world system, and the world system will get you off track. And now immediately in the world system, you're limited. But if you want big business blessings from uh, your father, then we've got to enter into his system and get out of the world system. We talked a lot about that on Monday. I'm not going to go back to that. But definitely, if you didn't hear Monday's broadcast, go back and listen to it. And then yesterday, uh, the guys did a great uh, broadcast talking about how this has changed their perspective and their comfort zone and how they're moving into the power of God. You know, uh, Barrett and Buddy and Kevin did an awesome job yesterday. Uh, so hear that. Hear these things. Go back. Make sure you understand them. So now watch what happens here in God's system. He says, he says, Master, we worked hard all night and caught nothing, but I will do as you say. And he let down the nets. That is a great thing to get into our heart and into our mind. Father, I will do as you say. Father, I will do as you say. I've had multiple people that want me to do different things, and I don't have any leading of it yet. But I'll tell them all the time, listen, I promise you I will do this. Whatever God tells me to do, I will do what he says. And so if you want something in your life, you pray to the Father that his will will be done. And if it's his will, he will tell me, and I promise you I'll do that. I will do what he tells me to do. And so uh, this is a great thing. And put that in the comments. Uh, Jesus, I will do what you say. Just like what Peter said. Jesus, I'll do whatever you tell me to do. I'll do what you say. And that's what Peter did. And oh man, did it open up God's business system for him. And look at what he did. He said, when they had done this, and let down the nets, did what Jesus said. Verse 6, Luke 5, 6. When they had done this, they enclosed a great quantity of fish, a great quantity, and uh, so much so, it says, that their nets began to break. So much so that their nets began to break. They had so many fish, their nets began to break. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat for them to come and help them. So, and they came and they filled both the boats, both of the boats, so that the boats began to sink. 
This is God's business blessings, big business blessings. He wants to overflow you so much you can't even hold it. Now, he doesn't want the boats to sink, but here's the thing. He wants to bless us so much. Didn't God know how many fish would fit in the net without breaking it? Yep. Didn't God know how many fish would fit in Peter's boat without sinking it? Yep. Didn't God know how many fish would fit in, in both boats without sinking them? Yep. You know what? God wanted to bless them so much, he was like, y'all need to get some more partners. You should have had more boats ready. You, you should be ready to receive the blessing of God. You should be ready to have more nets. You should be ready. You should have that reception. Okay, the Lord just corrected me as I'm talking about this. Because what he said, and, you know, here's the thing. You should be ready to receive. Here's, here's something that I promise I will go home this afternoon and I will work on this afternoon. Having a, a system ready to receive Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. Why? Uh, having a system ready for people to sow into it. Why? Because I need my nets out there. He just corrected me. You just saw it glass house right now. You hadn't done it yet and you hadn't gotten it ready yet. I've looked into it. I know what it takes, but I hadn't done it fully yet. Okay. And so he says, you don't have your nets ready. I went, hmm. Because who's to say that halfway around the world, there's, there's a Bitcoin billionaire that says, you know what, I watch that broadcast and I want to bless them. I want to I wanna send them, you know, uh, just, you know, I don't know, maybe, maybe 40 Bitcoin. You know, anybody want to do the math on that, where Bitcoin is right now? Would you take 40, just 40, just 40 Bitcoin? Would anybody in this room take 40 Bitcoin right now? But see, we're not ready to receive it. As a, and so why? Our nets aren't ready. God wants to bless us, but we can only have what we're prepared to receive. Ooh. God wants to bless us, but we can, only, we can only hold what we're prepared to receive. God's business systems. I can tell right now I'm still not going to get to my notes that I tried to do on Monday, and I'm trying to do them today, but it's, I'm, we're going to talk about it again tomorrow. God wants to bless you this year. God wants to overflow you. Oh, you're one of those prosperity preachers? Absolutely to the core. Yeah. Why? Because God's a prosperity God. That's who he is. And if you don't understand that he's a prosperity God, you have missed the character and nature of God completely. Completely. And, and don't hear that as a, well, I just don't like what you say. I don't care. Go to the word. Go to the Bible. Beloved, above all things, I wish that you prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. He's talking about spiritual and financial right there. You're blessed with faithful Abraham. And, and Abraham was very rich in cattle and livestock and gold. You go uh, into Deuteronomy, it says, he's the one who gives you the power to get a salary. No, not a salary, wealth to establish his covenant. To establish it and go into 2 Corinthians 9. I want you to have an abundance for every good deed. An abundance for every good deed. An abundance. An abundance for every good deed. God is an abundant God. Look at this story about Jesus and, his, and, and Peter and his partners. Look at this. You know, oh, well, here's your fish to live on today, Peter. No. No. I'm going to give you so much, you're not even ready. You're not even ready. You're not even, God is a prosperity God, and God wants to bless you this year. 
He, you know, there's so many preachers out there like, well, you just got to live this poor life and everything. That is garbage, and that is anti-Jesus. Because if, if you just have this poor life, you're in bondage. He didn't come to put you in bondage. He came to break you out of bondage. And if you don't understand that, you don't understand the character and the nature of God. God wants you rich, and when that revelation hits you, when that revelation gets inside of you, you'll start, watch, all of this is about receiving. You'll start receiving on a different level. You'll start receiving on a totally different level. And that's where God needs his people. He needs his people that will receive the blessings so he can flow the blessings in abundance and overflow them into the world. It's a part of his plan. Yeah. And thank you, John. He says, I receive the blessings of God. And you should. And you are. And you're going to receive more, Johnny, in Jesus' name. But I want you to see this too. God doesn't want to just bless you. He, he didn't just want to bless Peter. He wanted to bless the people that Peter was in business with. He wanted to bless his partners. He wanted to bless the people that were connected. You know, right now, watch this. Uh, we just, yeah, amen, Miss Mar Marilyn. She said, it takes finances to advance the kingdom, uh, which we are supposed to be doing. That's exactly right. You know, which person can do more for the kingdom of God? Somebody who's up to their nose in debt or the person who's overflowing with the blessings of God? Which one can do more? You know, don't tell me the one who's sitting there in complete debt and bondage can do more to advance the kingdom because you have really skipped over a whole lot of details and a whole lot of scripture. Okay, anyway. Not trying to rant. I'm trying to break down and kick over these stupid, sacred cows, religious spirit of religion, anti-anointing, anti-Christ, sacred cows that has been preached from pulpits like it was more holy. It's not more holy. It's not more holy. It's more devilish. It's a doctrine of a devil that's holding the people of God back, and it's time for a harvest. It's time for a harvest in their personal lives. It's time for a harvest in, of souls that needs to be financed. God is looking for some people who will believe him to be millionaires. He's looking for some people that will believe him to be billionaires. Millionaires is not enough anymore. The time is short, and looking for people... Amen, Miss Marilyn. She said, I receive it. It's time for us to believe God for an abundance. And he's looking for some people that'll say, you know what? I'll believe that. If nobody else around me believes it, I'll believe it. I got a whole room full of here people nodding their heads to me. So I know they receive it. But I'm telling you, everyone in this room, you don't receive it. I will. I'm not waiting on you. You know, I'm not waiting on you. Why? Because I have a responsibility for faith to my God, and it's faith in what he's promised, and he's promised abundance. He's promised prosperity. He's promised big business blessings. And i got to get receptive in order for my faith to be pleasing to God, and I'm not waiting. You know, and you need to get that in you as well. Get it in you. Get it inside of you. I need to be ready and be receptive for those things. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And, and well, what are you doing? Well, you just seem like you're mad. I am. I'm mad at, I'm mad at a religious devil that's holding back the body of Christ. 
and I'm not dealing with it anymore. You know, I'm not, I'm not putting up with that garbage. And I'm not going to preach to my people some devilish doctrine of false humility. You know, they need to be blessed. Why? Because they, they're going to know what to do with it. They're going to advance the kingdom of God. You don't get blessed and super rich uh, in God by putting your stuff first. You get rich in God by putting his stuff first. It's why we need to understand about the kingdom and his kingdom system and not our corrupted world and money system. We need to see the things of God and we need to go after Him and we need to stop making excuses for the blessing. One of the biggest things you know I've ever heard is don't make excuses for the blessing of God. You know, if you've got a really nice, I mean, we've got some nice equipment that's come in and coming in this week. We're not, we're not giving an excuse. Well, you know, we, we got this on the deal. Make an excuse for God's blessing. Yeah. Forget about that. No, the Lord blessed us. We sowed in his system, and the Lord has blessed us. God's goodness, not me, not what I did. I couldn't have anything good on my own. It's all every good and perfect gift. It's all him. But see, if we don't think that way, then we'll be ashamed of his blessing, and we'll be ashamed of all of his goodness, and that means we won't be receptive. We must be receptive. We must be receptive. Amen. Hallelujah. I'll just sip my water here. That was so good, I'll take another one. Amen. Just receive. Just start receiving right now. Get in God's kingdom. Father, we just praise you. We worship you. We just give you the glory. Thank you, Lord. Just get receptive right now. Get receptive right now. There's an anointing pouring into you right now. I've already preached and taught everything I need to teach today. Just receive what I've taught. God wants you blessed. God wants you blessed. God wants you blessed. Let me give you a key. You know, go right now, you know, as soon as the broadcast is over, and start asking the Lord, what is it you want me to believe for, right? In other words, you're not, you're not, you're not limiting God. You're asking him, what's the rhema word for what you want me to believe for? If you're believing for a promotion, if you're believing God for a job, Lord, how much do you want me to believe for right now? You know, if you've never believed God for a, a million dollar a year or a hundred thousand dollar a year uh, job, then, then don't just jump to a hundred thousand because you think it's a good idea. Don't go from that. Go by the leading of the Holy Ghost because that word that he'll give you is what faith is built on and that will be the rhema that won't fail. Because what he tells you, if it needs to be higher than that, he's going to tell you. And confirm it with your pastor. He's going to tell you what you should have. And so don't just sit there and just say, well, I'm going to make up a figure because I think it's a big figure and good. No, hear from the Lord what that's supposed to be. Hear from him what it's supposed to be. And so one of the things that you want to do is say, all right, Lord, you know, I, I said it the other night in Impact. Don't believe God for a Lamborghini if you never believe God for a car at all. You know, don't just jump to the Lamborghini. Ask the Lord what you're supposed to believe him for. He'll show you and he'll be specific in it. Or he'll show you specific amounts. Ask him what you're supposed to believe for next. 
You know, every now and then you'll have the Lord ask you what you want. And when he asks you what you want, ask super big because he's a super big God. But a lot of times what we need to do, if he's not, if he hasn't communicated that to you to ask him, right, then our job is to ask him how much we should be believing for. And he'll step you through. You know, at one point we believed God uh, for $20 a month to give an offering over and above our tithes. To, you know, $20 a month to give over and above our tithes. That's what Nicole and I were asking for. You know, today, a minimum that we give each month, a minimum is over $1,000. I'm talking about personally. That's a minimum every single month. It, now, is that bragging on us? No, it's bragging on the system of God and God's goodness. He took that $20 and very quickly he multiplied it to 50 and then to 100 and then 200 and then 500 and then 1,000. He multiplied it through his system. You know, that's a minimum that we sow every single month. Every, that's our seed in the ground every single month over and above our tithe. You know, this is a minimum that we do, right? And, and so my point is, believe the Lord. If you've never believed God, you know, for $1,000 a month, then you don't just jump to that. Say, Lord, I asked him back then, Lord, how much do you want us to sow in this offering? I want to give you something precious. What do you want me to give? He told me exactly what to give. It was the $20 a month. We started with that, and there was faith on it. Then we believed God to increase it, and he increased it, and he kept telling us what to give. And so ask the Lord what is his next level for faith. One of the things that we did in the church, uh, we've done this multiple times, and the Lord's met it every time. He's in the process of completely meeting uh, the last goal. Yeah. And uh, so the first goal that we had in the church was to believe God. I think it was for $2,500 uh, per month, $2,500 per month to believe for our offerings, you know. And uh, I remember when we hit that, it was awesome. We believed him for that. And then we started believing him for $5,000 a month, right? That was our offering that we were believing. And I, we went to the Lord, Lord, what's that next level? And we and he wanted us to go to 5000 a month, right? And so he kept raising that and believing, Lord, what are we putting faith on? In other words, don't put this in the comments. I will not let my faith be dormant. I will not let my faith be dormant. I will not let my faith be asleep on me. I won't let my faith be stagnant. I won't let my faith be stale. No, I will be engaging my faith, right? What good is a car sitting in a driveway making a lot of noise if you don't engage the gears? Like if that thing, all it does is rev, revs an engine up loud. If all it does is rev an engine up loud and makes noise in my driveway and looks pretty, I don't want the thing. Give me a car that I can engage the gears and go somewhere with it. I'm not going to let my faith be dormant. You know, what good is the measure of faith if you don't use it? He says, actually, you wicked servant, because you buried the talents. You buried your ability. I will not let my faith be dormant. Amen. Get it in you. I will not let my faith, and that's faith towards healing, that's faith towards deliverance, that's faith towards restoration, faith towards protection, faith towards 
provision. That's faith towards fellowship with God. I'm going to put faith in that in my fellowship with the Lord. Lord, you will give me that precious time with you. Lord, I put my faith to reach out there and form our fellowship to go deeper and deeper and deeper. Lord, I put my faith out there to believe you for more. Why? Because I have faith available. I can't bury it. I will not let it be dormant. I won't let it be stale. I believe by faith that you will give me an abundance according to your word, an abundance for every good work. I won't let my faith be dormant. I believe that you, by your own word, will give me wealth to establish your covenant. And I will not let my faith be stagnant on that. I will not let it be dormant. I believe, Lord, that you will give me big business blessings in the name of Jesus. I will not be dormant in my faith. See, a lot of people there, because they're paying their bills and they got a little bit extra, because they're doing that, hey, Pastor Patrick, good, good to see you. I love you so much. I was thinking about you just the other day from Gabon. It's so good to see you. So I will not let my faith be dormant. I won't let it do it. No, I won't sit there and let it be average. I'm going to put my faith in the greatness of God, in the bigness of God, in the abundance of God, in the love of God, in His uh, mercy, in His blessing, in His favor. I'm not going to let my faith be dormant. I won't do it. I won't do it. Get it in you. Get it inside of you. Don't let it sit in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Get, what are we doing? We're getting receptive. See, if you're not applying your faith, you haven't even begun to get to the place of being receptive. We've got to get receptive. We must get receptive. Lord, I just thank you. Just raise your hands with me if you can, just, and just start receiving right now. Lord, right now, I receive big business blessings. And just say it with me. Say, say it. Say it out loud. Lord, I receive big business blessings. And I thank you right now for pouring out your blessings, for pouring out your favor, for pouring out your goodness. And I just receive your anointing for wealth and riches and prosperity and abundance in every area of life, finances, health, protection, restoration, deliverance, and fellowship with you. I'm rich in every area. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Now just receive. He's pouring out on you right now. Something's happening. There's a spiritual transmission from the heart of God into you right now. Things are happening. There's an impartation. Maybe you feel it. Maybe you don't. Maybe you, maybe you think you're getting it. Maybe you don't think you're getting it. But right now I'm telling you, if you will say, but Lord, I can't, I can't feel it or I can feel it, whether I can or I can't, I believe that I am receiving right now a big business blessing in my life. I believe you, Lord. I believe in your love. I believe in your character. I believe in your nature. And you're pouring it into my life right now. Right now, I receive it. I receive it. I have it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. It's being received right now. It's being received right now. It's being received right now. Thank you, Lord. It's a reality. 
Some people, you know, they're like, well, I don't feel anything. And so they, it won't be a reality to them because they stop putting their faith. Faith is not there because you can feel it. Faith is not there because you can see it. Faith is there because you say, Lord, I trust what your word said. And so I receive, I'm receiving right now because the man of God is preaching. And when the word of God is preached, faith is released and the anointing is released. And so I believe according to your word, I'm receiving what he preached on today. Faith is rising. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God preached in Romans 10's context. And it just got preached. I just heard scripture and verse and context of the goodness of God. And I believe right now faith is coming into me for big business blessings in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 If you didn't hear all of this message, you definitely need to go back and hear the beginning of it. And if you didn't hear Monday, you need to hear Monday to set it up. There's a setup there. You got to hear it. You got to understand the foundations of these things. Study to show yourself approved. Examine the scriptures, right? And so, Lord, just thank you. You're still receiving right now. I can feel his download. I can feel his impartation to, to his people even right now. Thank you, Father. Ha ha fro korodob alani ede bilsumiatalo. Danama korobe Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you for sowing that, Priscilla. Thank you, buddy, for sowing into, into that message today and into the ministry, into the kingdom and the good news going forth. Lord, let everybody who's sowing, thank you, Father. Let everyone who's sowing receive right now. You can so go on Facebook. You can type in hashtag donate followed by an amount, or you can go to give www.org and give one time or recurring or well, we're advancing the gospel and the kingdom thank you for those who have already sown but lord let every person who's sowing father let them receive your harvest according to your word pressed down shaken together and running over shall men give unto their bosom thank you father for your goodness and your mercy thank you lord for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness and for your mercy. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for pouring it out into them quick. I'm reminded of your scripture in Galatians 6. God is not mocked. That which man sows, that will he also reap. In other words, God's saying on the good side of that promise, he's saying, I will not let your seed fall to the ground and not become a harvest. I'm not mocked. You're going to reap. You're going to harvest. God never forgets a seed. Thank you, Kevin, for that seed. Thank you, Lord. Lord, thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you, Father, for pouring out. Thank you, Father, for pouring out. Glory to God. Thank you for big business blessings and favor in people's lives. I praise you for it, and I thank you for it. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for that, Miss Julie. Thank you for that seed. Lord, bless Miss Julie. Bless Kevin Nowicki. Bless Kevin Buck. Bless Buddy, Lord. Thank you for those seeds. Bless Priscilla's seed. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you for everybody that I can't see, people that are going to the Give WW. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. <laughs> Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Man, I'm just still receiving myself. There's something happening. There, there's a transfer taking place. It's time for an awakening in the body of Christ, but it's also time with an awakening is an outpouring of his abundance. Yeah. And they go hand in hand before the awakening and after the awakening. There's an outpouring of that abundance. Thank you, Father, for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy. Lord, we won't fall victim to doctrines of devils that is all about them and all about a false humility. Lord, this is all about you and your kingdom. We don't, we're, not, we're not abundantly blessed just for ourselves. We're abundantly blessed so that your kingdom can be advanced. You want to get things in the hands of people that know how to advance the kingdom properly. Thank you, Father. You know, talk about the blessing. I was talking about the partners earlier. You know, we've had this testimony. But see, when somebody decides to partner with a blessed man of God or a blessed ministry, then that grace gets on them. I think it's Philippians 2 or Philippians 1. It says the grace of them gets on them. You become partakers of my grace is what Paul said. He said, you become partners with the grace that's on my life is what Paul was saying. There's something that happened. So I felt I hadn't told anybody this yet, but I knew I heard from the Lord that this year would be a year. This year would be a year where people would supernaturally get out of debt. And uh, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, uh, that week, the week I heard it, basically the day, the Lord said actually uh, to give, the Lord actually said uh, for somebody that doesn't even go here, they've just started watching us on, online a little bit. And so one of the things that happened was they actually sewed uh, into the ministry and it was, a, I think it was $100. They sewed something one other place and they sewed here. Within like three or four days, God had given them a plan to relieve $18,000 worth of debt by the next week. In other words, the grace that was on the ministry got on their finances. Even though they don't go here, they've never sown before. That grace got on them and all of a sudden everything changed. And so, you know, God is so, so good. Amen. Um, Michelle, I see where you uh, put that in there. Uh, you can click that link, and it'll take you and explain to you what you need to do. Uh, anyway, and what you can do is you can just put the next time, you can just put the 40 at right connected to the donate without spaces, and it'll do it automatically once you get that set up. So hope that helps you. Uh, Father, we just thank you for pouring out for today. We thank you for your goodness and your mercy. Just say it with me. Put it in the comments. From this day forward, I will be receptive of all God's things. From this day forward, I will be receptive of all of God's things. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God. Here's Barrett to tell you what's coming up. Just, what, four days away, five days away? What is it? One, two, three, four days away. Yeah, yeah four.
<laughs> Four days away. Kickstart 2021. Get here. Get here, get here, get here, get here, get here, get here. We've got people flying in, driving in. I mean, it's going to be awesome. And you can feel the anointing ramping up yeah. for what God has ordained. These meetings are going to be important. And don't just come for one night. Come for multiple nights and watch what the Lord will do. One word can change everything. But who says that God just wants to give you one? Yeah. Barrett? Amen. Thank you guys so much for being on with us today. And for every person who's sowing, we just thank you for your seed. We declare in Jesus' name that that seed is blessed. May it be pressed down, shaken together, running over. May it return back to the sowers quickly. A supernatural, quick financial return in the name of Jesus. We thank you guys for doing all of those things and being here with us. Make sure you go back to Monday and watch it. God is doing something in your life and he wants you to receive on a God level, not a normal level, God's normal level. So make sure that you get to watch those. They're great. Kickstart, just like Pastor said, it's coming up this Sunday. We've been talking about it for like a month, two months, I don't know, but it's happening this weekend. This Sunday, Evangelist Ted Shuttlesworth Jr., he and his wife Carolyn will be here at Boomerang Church, and he and Pastor Brian will be tag team preaching. It's going to be great and powerful. We want you to be a part of it. February 7th through the 12th, 6.30 p.m. each night here at Boomerang. And if you do not have a church home or you are traveling in, that Sunday morning, Evangelist Ted will be with us as well. So make sure that you're able to get here. They're going to be powerful services and special thing. We haven't talked about this yet, but this weekend, Lead 21 is happening this Friday and Saturday. That's with Pastor J.B. Whitfield up at Agape Faith Church. You can actually go online and register for that. We have a graphic that we can put up to show you where to go, but I believe you can go to jbwhitfield.com and get signed up. He's one of Pastor's mentors. It's going to be great. This leadership conference is something that will change your life. Make sure that you're registered, and they're going to be awesome. Pastor, this just in? When they go there, they go there. <laughs> it'll pop up on the screen and they'll click on that link and it'll take them. Breaking news from Pastor. I just got a report. When you go to jbwhitfield.com, there will be a pop-up that will come up on the screen when you get there, and it will take you right to where you need to go. So we have the information up there. Make sure that you do that. This conference is going to be great. We're really excited about it. And we wanted to make sure that you knew all the good stuff that we know that's going on. But that being said, speaking of good stuff, tomorrow we'll be back at 11.30 a.m. with a brand-new episode of Lunch Plus. You're not going to want to miss it.